This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker. Nickel on Kevin Durant to win NBA MVP at plus 550 or a grand on whatever player you'd like. I'll pass on Durant. I would go elsewhere. I've got an MVP ticket that I actually think has a chance here. And at points bet, Jokic is 8-1. to one. Before the year started, I got Jokic at 33-1. to one. Boban chasing Jokic. Jokic driving, spinning, and that is fancy. I need the Nuggets to start winning some ball games here. But what he's doing every night, like, it, he's... He's a triple-double threat every single night. I go with my guy, Jokic. Porzingis battling. He's playing with five fouls. He's got Jokic trapped up on the sideline, but Jokic got free. Porter in the corner, and oh, no, is right. Oh, man, he is a hooper. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker on the bet. Follow us on Twitter at BetQL Daily here weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern, 8 to 11 Mountain Time on the Bet 1430 in Denver. Also the Bet 93.1 HC3 in Los Angeles. Listen live on the Radio.com app. Watch us live, Radio.com slash BetQL dash daily. Let's bring in our buddy Joe Osborne at JTFOZ on Twitter. Sports betting analyst for Odd Shark. Got the Odd Shark gear on, Joe. Um, let's start with football. Number one story in the NFL and number one story in all of sports right now is, of course, Deshaun Watson. You are a self-admitted Tua apologist, but here we go. Deshaun Watson is available, and you've completely kicked Tua to the curb. (laughs) I think uh, two-thirds of the league would be happy to kick their starting quarterback to the curb for a shout-out Watson, right? And listen, I am 100% a Tua apologist, right? It wasn't a good situation for him his first year in Miami. Didn't have a whole lot of weapons, very conservative play calling, you know, coming off that big injury, didn't have a true preseason. You know, I got a laundry list of excuses and I, I do think he's going to be a quarterback, but or, or a solid quarterback, but let's be fair. That's not a sure thing. Sean Watson is a sure thing, right? He's probably, he, he would be the second or third most, valuable quarterback in the league right now based on his age with him and you can make an argument for Josh Allen after Mahomes right so I think if Miami could do him listen Miami is already the second youngest team in the NFL they don't need to get any younger through the draft so they can afford to give up some draft capital and you know with that defense uh, they're automatically in the discussion for a Super Bowl contender if they can get Watson and maybe add another uh, talented wide receiver to that uh, weak group that they have right now. But uh, I would love to see it. You know, Miami, they are second on the odds board, plus 400 to get watched. And one team, though, a bit of a dark horse maybe that I have my eye on would be the Las Vegas Raiders there at 14 to 1. You know, they could include Carr in the deal. That would be immediate stability at the quarterback position for the Texans. And I think the Raiders are also desperate. You know, John Gruden, they haven't made the playoffs yet. So keep an eye out for them the Raiders, but I would love to see him in a Dolphins uniform. Joe, I got to tell you, I love you, bro. 
I think they might riot in Houston if you brought another car brother in to be the quarterback. <laughs> a- after their experience I, with I, David Carr, I think the, I, I think what you can't do if you're Houston is get rid of Deshaun Watson and bring in another car at quarterback. Yeah, I thought of that connection too. But listen, Houston sports fans have a lot of reasons to riot these days. James Harden went, wanted out. You had the whole fiasco with the Astros cheating. So the Houston sports team, not very hot right now, is it? No, it, it certainly is not. I guess while we're while we're talking football, Joe, before we dive into some NBA stuff, anything early on the Super Bowl? Yeah, I jumped on the Chiefs minus three as soon as I saw the line start to move to three and a half at some sports books. So listen, I, I like Kansas City. And the second part of the season, you know, they didn't cover spread, right? They went 0-8-1 against the spread or whatever in their last nine games. And the question was, you know, are they just going to flip a switch when they get into a playoffs? Guess what? They flipped that switch. Patrick Mahomes, the six full quarters that he's been in, in the playoffs here in the two games against uh, the Browns and the Bills, the Kansas City Chiefs have a plus 30-point differential in those six quarters, right? And – Here's the big difference, uh, what's going to win the game for Kansas City and cover the spread, in my opinion. The Bucks' pass defense, not very good, guys. 25th in opponent completion percentage. Patrick Mahomes, he went into, Can- er, into Tampa Bay in Week 12, threw for 462 yards. This was his highest mark of the season. And Kansas City, fantastic in these tight games. If it is a tight game late, they went 5-0 and in games decided by three points or less, while Tampa 0-3 in that spot. So I like Kansas city. That's a bet that I already made. And I look forward to seeing them hopefully go back to back. Have you done anything with props or are you just uh, keeping a close eye on them and uh, using this week as the week to do a lot of your homework? Um, I jumped all over Travis Kelsey over seven and a half receptions guys. He's topped this in nine of his last 10 games and bucks. Not very good. Uh, against receiving uh, against the tight end. They allowed the seventh most receptions to tight ends this season. And I also like both Mahomes and Brady to go over their passing yards. Uh, Mahomes set there at 327 and a half. Of course, like I said, he threw for 462 versus Tampa in week 12. Brady there at 296.5. Brady's been on fire recently, but he also had a good game against the Chiefs in that game. He threw for 345. So I like a high-scoring game, lots of action, a lot of overs. All right, Joe, getting into some of the NBA bets, what's been your biggest takeaway from the association so far? Um, it's I don't have a specific stat for this, but you're seeing a lot of funny situations. And you saw it last night when teams have their best players out of the lineup, you know, the common instinct, I think, is to pay that team, bet against them, take the other team on a money line, whatever. But those teams have been winning and covering the spread. Look at the Clippers last night without maybe their three best players, Kawhi, PG3, and uh, or Paul George, and Patrick Beverly all out of the lineup. And they go on to destroy the Miami Heat, who are trying to put it back together a little bit. But we've seen this situation a lot throughout the season it's kind of funny I don't have a specific stat for that but that's one that's really been standing out for me so those games for the most part have been stayaways for me so far so it's kind of an unusual phenomenon that you can't quite put your finger on but it's something I'm seeing happening a couple times a week 
with Joe Osborne, oddshark.com, sports betting analyst over there. This is BetQL Daily on the bet. And Joe, uh, let's let the people know what you've been doing. Some of your followers know on Twitter, but you have been absolutely crushing it. You're on an 18 and two run right now, 18 and two. Uh, Tell us about your process with that. Is that all NBA? Is there NHL mixed in? Is it all props or do you also have sides and totals mixed in? Yeah, I'm on an 18 and two run betting player point total. So over unders on the amount of points a player will score easily the hottest streak I've ever been on with any specific bet type. So this goes back two weeks and the key has been, and these are very hard for sports betters, right? Uh, discipline, being picky, and trying to get your bets in as early as possible. So typically what this means is just one or two plays a night, and you got to play the right number even if you think it's a good spot. For example, I came in this morning, I wanted to fade Zion, bet the over for Pascal Siakam, not knowing what numbers they were going to be offered at. But if the numbers are being offered at this morning, I simply can't do it. If they hit, so be it. My instincts were right. But many of these miss by a point or a bucket, so you got to be really, really picky, really disciplined with these. And I've also been avoiding overs on the big numbers for the most part. So the Steph Curry, 27 and a half, the Giannis, 28 and a half. The one thing to keep in mind, most people like to bet overs or props, right? But these big numbers, the game is guaranteed to be finished, but the player isn't guaranteed to finish the game. They could get fouled out. They might get kicked out. They might get injured. It might be a blowout, and they might put them on the bench for the entire fourth quarter. For example, I had Luca going under 28 and a half on Saturday night. He comes into the fourth quarter with 26 points. Guys, he didn't play a minute in the fourth quarter. So I lucked out on that one. But uh, yeah, for the most part, it's uh, being disciplined, being very picky with these. Anything uh, stand out on tonight's card, Joe? Yeah, my one player prop, and might only have one today, uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander. He's at 21 and a half points. I like him to go over that. And he only has to be average to hit this, guys. Listen, this is uh, his point average this month is 22 and a half points. And I think he can at least be average and hit that number versus the Nets, who are suddenly in the discussion for one of the worst defenses in the NBA over the last 10 games. They're ranked 29th in points allowed per 100 possessions, also ranked 23rd in opponent effective field goal percentage. And they give up a lot of high percentage shots, right? They're 28th in points allowed in the paint. That's where, uh, over the last 10 games, and that's where SGA, he scores about half of his points in the paint, so look for him to take advantage of that. So I like him. Full game spread. I like the Sacramento Kings, plus five and a half against the Raptors. Listen, the Kings are one of the worst defenses in the NBA. The Raptors probably in the middle of the pack defensively, but offensively, it's not even close. Kings fifth in effective field goal shooting percentage over the last 10. Raptors there at 19th. Sacramento gets to the free throw line a lot more than the Raptors. And the Raptors have been overvalued all season. They're four and eight against the spread as a favorite. They only have four wins this season of five points or more. So I think Sacramento can chip away at the free throw line and keep this one close. Joe, do you think there's any value right now in the futures board? It could be award stuff, whatever, win the conference title, uh, any value anywhere that you're taking a look at that you're even considering right now? Yes. One I bet this morning, the Celtics plus 400 to win the Atlantic division. There are only two games behind the Philadelphia 76ers right now, who I think give them credit for being the Lakers the other night, but I think Philly's played a bit of a soft schedule and keep in mind on Wednesday night, Kemba, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, they played their first game together all season 
on Wednesday night. They're just two games back in that division. So Celtics plus 400 to win the Atlantic. I think that's a great spot in NBA futures markets. All right, Joe, you need to get with the program, okay? I'm a Sixers fan, and the Sixers are going to the NBA Finals, and Embiid's the MVP. So you need to get with the program and start betting that way. I don't know, man. I've been watching the Sixers fold like a cheap suit over the past <laughs> couple of years. So maybe they get maybe they got a little bit of grit with Doc Rivers, maybe. Who knows? But uh but you know, let's let's hope they stay healthy, right? I'd love to see a healthy Sixers team compete in the playoffs. <laughs> Joe, I, I like it that uh you mentioned out there on Twitter, it's not just all sports that you give people some TV recommendations, people spending a lot of time at home right now, even though we have a lot of sports to watch. Now, the first two I watched uh, recommendations, the undoing Queens Gambit, and I'll back you on those. I watched both of them in about two days, which usually means it's pretty good. But these other two I have not watched. Can you sell me on them? You mentioned Night Stalker and Cobra Kai. I- I'm hearing from everybody how great Cobra Kai is. I just... I find it hard to believe that it's it's going to live up to the hype. Yeah, Cobra Kai, you know, I, I got into it a bit late and it caught me a bit by surprise. The first season, uh, you know, some off-color humor, which I found kind of funny and surprising. Then they kind of went off the rails in the second season, turned into a bit of a high school teenage drama slash comedy. I didn't like that, but they got back to the roots in season three. So very strong, I think. Uh, some great momentum going into season four. And then Night Stalker, that's a, a true crime doc about a serial killer in L.A. during the 80s. I read Ooh. the book years ago, and I think it's a, a four-part doc up on Netflix right now. It's uh, not for the faint at heart, very messed up, very disturbing. But if you like true crime, I would recommend checking out Night Stalker. Oh, I'd be in on that one. Joe Osborne from OddsShark.com. Joe, thank you so much. Hopefully we can catch up, get uh, all the crazy props. I know you get into the entertainment ones as well before the Super Bowl. Awesome, guys. Good luck to you and good luck to all the listeners out there. Good stuff there from Joe Osborne. Okay, those four, The Undoing, Queen's Gambit, Night Stalker, Cobra Kai. How many have you watched, Ross? None. I watch very, very little TV. Very little TV. And I love saying that because it makes me sound like I'm like, I don't watch much television. I'm not like that at all. I just don't watch a lot of TV. However, last night, for the first time in a long time, my wife and I watched something together. We watched Firefest. Oh, I saw that. (laughs) Firefest. That was awesome. That was amazing. I'd heard about it, but had never watched it. That was great. I finally got to watch something like that. That was an amazing story. The Netflix one, right? Yes. Oh, that dude. I wanted to punch him so bad. What a jerk. He almost pulled it off. Yeah, almost I would like to see how it went if the rain didn't happen. (laughs) Coming up next, we're going to talk about some of those entertainment props that you can find right now. Hilarious. A bunch already out. This is BetQL Daily. Joe Zdrowski, Ross Tucker. You're locked into the bet.